Welcome to another episode of Optimum 7 Surge Sessions, our weekly e-commerce, digital marketing, and technology podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to Surge. This week we're going to be talking about how to choose the right keywords for SEO uh, and primarily focusing on e-commerce today. Um, so Carlo, let's get started. First things first, um, in order to do any keyword research whatsoever, I'm going to need to use a tool all right, or multiple tools. So what are some free tools that um, store owners could be using or marketers could be using to identify priority keywords? Well, square one is really at Google Analytics and Google Search Console, especially Google Search Console is going to give you visibility to the keywords you're already ranking for. In the realm of free tools, we're big fans of Keyword Surfer. Uh, that'll show you the search volume of keywords as they appear mm-hmm. in the um, in the search engine results. In Google page. Search, yeah, and and that's a uh, that's a Chrome extension. So if you're using Google Chrome, you can just download that extension, and that'll show you the search volume actually based on on country. You could select the country, type in a search query on Google, and it'll go ahead and give you an estimate. Now this isn't 100 percent accurate, but it's going to give you a good idea of how many searches per month um, that keyword gets searched. Right. Another free tool that I'm a big fan of is Neil Patel's uh, Uber Suggest tool. It's not nearly as advanced as some of the paid tools, but it'll give you things like keyword lists. You'll be able to do basic competitor research. You'll be able to do some of the basic functionalities that these more expensive tools can do for you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what are some more advanced paid tools? Um, well, we are huge, huge fans of, of SEM Rush. I feel like SEM Rush can do everything that other tools do. Uh, these tools all have different um, strengths and weaknesses, uh, but SEM Rush I think is the strongest, especially for uh, keyword research and for position tracking. And so pretty much yeah. all keyword related. Yeah. Yeah. SEM Rush, SEM Rush. No one really knows how to pronounce it, but definitely a great paid tool um, when you know uh, conducting SEO research, um, competitor analysis, backlink analysis, tons tons of different things you can do using uh, using that tool. So it's definitely a very powerful tool, especially with the content analyzer. So we definitely recommend that tool if you're a little bit more on the advanced side of of SEO. Um, definitely not for beginners. Um, another tool that, that is paid, but I would say it's more on the beginner level would be SpyFu. Um, again, the, it's a third party tool, unlike SEM Rush or SEMrush that directly integrates with your Google search console, um, and Google analytics to give you the most accurate data. Um, SpyFu is a third party tool. Um, so those rankings aren't going to be a hundred percent accurate, but it, again, definitely a good starting point. Um, and that is more on the beginner level. Uh, so now that I have these tools in place, the next thing I want to do is I want to analyze the competition, right? Who's ranking for search terms based on the product offering that I have on my e-commerce store, the different product lines I have. I'm going to Google for those types of items and see what competitors I'm going up against on page one of Google, right? So once I've done that, I've now established, okay, these are uh, the most competitive terms, right, based off of the the domain authority or the sizes of the sites that I'm going up against, right? So it could be a short tail keyword, right? Let's say I'm se- I'm selling uh, Christmas shirts, right? And that search term is a short short search term, um, and it's going to get a high monthly search volume. But again, 
very high competition. You're going to have sites like Amazon, Walmart, Target, um, you know, Nordstrom possibly. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's why it's very important that especially if you're starting out is to focus on low hanging fruit, right? So Carlo SEO is a long-term strategy, right? You're not going to see results overnight. Why is it a good idea to start on less competitive long tail keywords that might have much lower monthly search volume in the beginning rather than swinging for the fences going after these short term high volume keywords? Well, I think there are a couple of answers to that. Um, first, you already mentioned the competition aspect. Uh, the, the more broad, the more general you're going to be going on these keywords, the harder it is you're to rank for it. You know, if you're going to go, go against Amazon, Wayfair, Walmart, those kinds of e-commerce marketplaces, especially if you're in a, in a weak place as far as your authority, especially if you're just starting out, you haven't necessarily specialized yourself in Google's eyes. So it's going to be hard to rank for those keywords. Um, uh, the, uh, beyond just getting, beyond just ranking for those keywords and starting to um, get to get momentum a lot of times especially in the e-commerce space the longer tail a keyword is the more specific uh, the product that the customer is looking for meaning that they're farther along in the purchase journey so a lot of these keywords you'll see they have a lower search volume but uh, a much higher cost per click than their you know more broader parent keyword or whatever you want to call it and that's because people know that if somebody's searching for, you know, for example, a white modern sectional sofa, that's they they already know what they're looking for, rather than somebody who's just looking for a modern sofa, for example. Absolutely. So the right keyword isn't going to be necessarily the one that's going to drive the most traffic. The right keyword is going to be the one that's going to drive the most results. So in this case, Carlo, you're absolutely right. Someone who is typing in something that's a little bit longer, long tail keyword search already knows exactly what they're looking for. So therefore, by the time they get to your site and if you have that relevant content and you have those products that they're looking for, they're more likely to convert and turn into a paying customer, right? So that's why you get more bang for your buck really going after these long tail keywords that then will build up your authority and then give you the ability to go after those more competitive terms that are going to give you far more traffic in the long run. I just want to add, I think it's important to keep the long-term perspective in mind, you know, like keep in mind those, those sort of whale keywords that we like to call them, these keywords that are the top keyword in your niche or industry and, and build your strategy around that because we, we, you want to be, you know, I, I was using the analogy that you have the little fish eating the bigger fish, you know, like don't, don't lose sight of that big fish when, when going after these long tail keywords. Absolutely. Absolutely. So your long tail keywords at the end of the day, within those long tail keywords, you still have that primary keyword that eventually you want to start ranking for later on down the road when it's just typed in by itself. Right. So you're still reinforcing it. Um, but again, like you said, don't lose sight of the end goal. Right. The end goal is to dominate page one for anything that has to do with your product. Right. So if you have multiple categories, you want your category pages ranking for those broad terms. If you have uh, really specific products, you want those product pages ranking for those long tail keywords. Right. And then at the end of the day, you want to start generating um, some content on your blog to go out and expand on topics that your products might not necessarily hit, 
right? It might not hit it on the head right away. Um, so for example, you know, gift ideas and things of that nature um, that you now might have the potential to showcase your product and get in front of individuals that might not really know who you are, what your products are exactly, um, and then, you know, move them down the funnel that way. Uh, I think search intent is also worth mentioning. Um, what does the page you're trying to rank look like? Because if you have a, a 2000 word blog post and you're, you know, you're looking for like a for sale keyword, you're, you're probably never going to rank. You know, it's the same if you have a, a, a product page with, uh, you know, a hundred or a category page with hundreds of products on it and you're trying to rank for top 10, you know, whatever your product is. It, you you got to make sure that your page matches the actual search intent of the keyword. Absolutely. And now that goes into that goes into identifying the correct pages you want to optimize for specific keywords. Like you said, Carlo, it needs to match the search intent. If you Google something and you look at the five top five results on Google, what kind of pages are they? Are they category pages showcasing tons of different products? Are they individual product pages? Are they blog pages? Right. That's what you need to identify prior to saying, okay, I want this page to rank for this keyword. If that page does not match what you see on Google search result pages, you're going to have a very hard time getting that page to rank. Right. So identify the search intent, identify what page needs to be ranking, the type of page that needs to be ranking um, before you go ahead and implement a strategy to get that page ranking for a specific keyword. So um, and I would say let's wrap that up there and lastly um, again SEO it's very technical um, so if you do not have someone in-house or if you yourself are not very familiar with search engine optimization reach out to an expert at optimum 7 our bread and butter is e-commerce we have gotten hundreds of e-commerce site to rank on on page one using this strategy so reach out to us if you have any questions we'll talk to you guys next week Thank you for listening to another episode of Optimum 7 Surge Sessions. Do you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like us to cover? Or simply have a question about one of the topics we have previously covered? Send us an email to info at Optimum7.com or visit our website, www.Optimum7.com.